Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavour. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. All right, let's do this. To the sweet sounds of Kevin Buddy Wilson, it's hump day with Swanee and friends. Sadly, we're not all together in the one studio. Samantha Riches, Dane Swan, hello. Hi, Ralph. Yeah, yeah very sad. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. Listen, I apologise for hearing some noise. It's just the flamingos and the native animals that are just floating through my backyard at the moment. If we can just paint a picture for everyone. I can't see Ralph because it's so dark and gloomy where he is. And I can't see Dane because it's so fucking bright and sunshiny where you are. And you've got no clothes on. We're sitting here in hoodies eating porridge. What are you? It's 9.30. It's quite uncomfortable. I'm I'm actually getting a bit too warm. 21 degrees. Uh, feels like thirty five. Yeah, it's no good. I so I apologise. Have we interfered with your plans here? These birds, can you hear them? Yeah, we it's, can. Um, Thanks. Sounds like summer. Not on, oh mate. Yeah. Well, now we're up 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 early this morning. Went for a walk. You hit me toes in, Hit me toes in the beach. Um, nice yeah. No, restrictions are, restrictions are gone where I am. Um, I'm kind of hoping they come back so I don't have to come home. Um, <laughs> So I've got a good excuse to postpone my charitable work. Um, but, but yeah, no, so it's fucking fantastic. I've been standing at my cousin's house, so um, give my cousin Aaron and his company, KPI, um, labour hire uh, a plug. Um, yeah, so yeah. up here, they're obviously back in Melbourne, so got, got the house to myself, and it's a beautiful house. So um, right on the water. You, you don't see the irony there? What? What irony? You're plugging labour hire. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, you're doing what? Not much. I'm doing some hard, mate. Someone's got to do it. Someone's got to do it. It's tough up here. Those birds haven't stopped chirping all morning. We can hear them, Dane. Mate, I got, I got, I think Taylor said I got burn on my nose yesterday. Well, like, you know, it's hard work up here. Trying to slip, stop, slap, and stay out of the sun. Um, went for a walk along the beach. Um, had a juice this morning. Oh, fresh. Tough, tough, tough sledding up here. Um, I don't really want to come home. But 
Will you, you will know. you be fit enough for, for next time you play charitable game of footy? Great question. Absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> piss fit though? Will you be piss fit? Absolutely. Pardon? Oh, well, I'm fucking certainly piss fit. Um, <laughs> yeah, since I've been up, it's all I've done. I actually went for a run yesterday and Jesus, I was slow. Um, it's a bit easy to get up and exercise though when it's when there's not a cloud in the sky and it's, you know, 21 degrees and it's quite warm. We actually want to get outside. Mm. Um, so my mates have gone now, so... That was a, a solid week. The the crew I had, and um, and now it's just now it's just us three. So it's a bit time? easier to relax and do a bit bit more normal stuff and uh, try and get a um, resemblance of health back into my body. Did they get any time out of lockdown up there? Yeah, we're only in lockdown for three days. Okay, so they got a couple. That's good. From the from the Tuesday to the Thursday or somewhere. However, it was three days, but um, mate, lot. What's lockdown when you're in a a house when it's 21 degrees all day and you're with six of your mates and family? Well, yeah. we wouldn't have left anyway. The first two days, as you as most people know, when you go on holidays, you get first day first night fever and you carry on. And now it's just went for two days. So, um, <laughs> so we 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 would have had a lock in no matter what. So it didn't really affect our plans one bit. Ralph, we had a bit of feedback. That? Just sorry to interrupt there, Dave, but we had a bit of feedback that perhaps we might have got you the morning after your first night in. Yeah, no, that was the second night. Start, weren't you? <laughs> that was the second night. I, I can't really remember doing it, to be honest. <laughs> no, you were barely there, but you were there, and that's what that's what matters, Dane. You made the effort, regardless. Talking talking about labour hire, Ralph. Man, I, <laughs> man, if I've got an appointment, I'll stick to it. No matter how fucked I was, I'll get up. Hey, listen, and I must have been right because the punting one. <laughs> I, I returned seven. Hours, I returned. Seven from nine, so that's a worry. Um, that's a worry that you yeah, think that's what you have to do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but you're prepared to do it for the people. Oh, exactly. But um, yeah, last week was a blur. This week is obviously a lot more calm and relaxed. It's just us three, so um, just chilling now. Just trying to get the last few days the sun in. Um, just trying, just crossing my fingers and toes that um, the Gold Coast gets a spike of cases, um, so I can't leave. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. so big the question. You were in you were in Melbourne jail with us last year, mm. um, yeah. and we were hearing how tough it was for the clubs to be in the hub in Queensland. Now that you've experienced mm. Queensland, can you give us some feedback on what you think they actually went through? Uh, man, I could quite easily do, especially during the winter. I could do this up here, absolutely. Well, if you've got a big enough outdoor space and the weather's warm, is it re- if you can still go out and exercise and you're with your friend, you're with a couple of people. Is it really locked down? I don't think it is. Um, could have done it standing on my head. When you have to go to when you have to go to Melbourne though, and you have got a curfew, and you know it's freezing cold, that's when it's a bit tougher. But um, but it's nice up here. Uh, it's actually might take the jet ski out a bit later. Um, <laughs> so we'll see how we go. Yeah, uh, the awesome. game one of the NBA finals is on, so I'll probably sit inside and watch that. Then maybe stroll up, get some lunch. Some dinner, but um, but yeah, it's been good. It's been good. Um, Ralph, Ralph, do you looking think forward to coming you, out? Do you think that you also get first night fever when you go away with your family and friends? Yeah, yeah, that yeah. didn't quite happen at Lake's entrance, but it was it was nice no. to get away too. I was going to say you also yeah. had a little getaway, and I was wondering if we did the podcast the morning after your first night fever, if you would have been as dusty as Dane. Yeah, I would have been pretty fresh. Um, but but hey, I'm no longer Dane's youthful age. Yeah, yeah. 
Unusual. Take, <laughs> took me a couple of days to bounce back from that. You, but, um, you can go just out. as hard. You just can't pull up as well, yeah? <laughs> oh, mate. Um, mate just with, with a kid, they're just relentless. Um, <laughs> selfish. They, Still being selfish, they are. They don't, care, they don't care if you're hungover or tired or, you know. Well, I'll tell you, the people that said, um, oh, you know what, when they first have a father, first have first have a kid and that, oh, you know what, can you even remember your life before you had a child? Oh, I said, absolutely I can. And it was glorious. <laughs> I can absolutely remember my life. I'd love to have it again. <laughs> um, well, this brings to Sam. So Sam, so people, when, people, when say that about, people have yeah. say that have obviously never been to Coachella or been on a footy trip to Vegas <laughs> or been on a silly Sunday or Mad Monday. They've obviously never done these things. Never. But, um, but he's here to stay now, unfortunately. So, um, he is here to stay. So, Dan, yeah. So, you can't get your money back yeah, on this. So, you can't, you can't. And that's why you have to have a dip. Sammy, is that your mindset going into uh, becoming a parent? Oh, my God. Dane keeps me humble, let me tell you. Dane, uh, yes. Dane brings it right back down that. to earth for me. I, I go through the week from yeah. Thursday to Tuesday in this cloud of love bubble and. And, you know, pre-baby bliss where I'm so excited for it to come along and I can't wait and I'm all ready in the nursery and I just feel so full of joy. And then I get on the podcast with Dane and he reminds me that it's just crying babies, selfish crying babies that shit themselves at the most inconvenient of times and my life doesn't matter anymore. So he brings me right back down. So that's why I check in Not all week. pillows and puppies. Not all, not all pillows <laughs> no. and puppies. So I gave you Hang on, Starts crying. He's actually he's pretty good to cry overnight. But like during a sub ball, and I'm like, "Why's he crying? He's tired." Well, if I'm fucking tired, I'll go to sleep. Well, then why doesn't he just close his eyes and go to sleep? Because well, he doesn't he doesn't know how to settle himself. Well, he's tired. Stop crying, and you can go to sleep, mate. Like it's not hard. Figure it out. Oh, fuck. Have you told him this? TV. Have you told him this? I have many, many times. Many times. He just doesn't cry, baby. Are you sensing there's a maybe a biological difference between the, a mother's natural instinct as, as to what the baby wants and what maybe a father hasn't yet connected with? <laughs> maybe a smidgen. Maybe a smidgen. But, <laughs> right. I'm 16 years in. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll tell you another thing that um the bewildered me about up here yesterday. Um, before we move on to other topics, we went out for a caught up some friends and went to a cafe. It was like 21 degrees. It was beautiful. I was in shorts and singlet. I was like, fuck, it's hot now. I looked up. They had the heater on. What? <laughs> they, had the heater, they had those heaters on. I was like, excuse me. What are you doing? <laughs> and, then, and then they're like, um, I was watching the news. Everyone was wearing, or you can tell who the like was like, they were in trackies and hoodies. They were like, the middle of the day, man. I'm sweltering. I sweat me ass off. I pour a water on my head. Um, and I, the news was on. And then it was like, oh, um, Geez, it was tough to get out of bed this morning. Um, it was how cold it was. It was like 11 degrees. So, I mean, that's beautiful in Melbourne during the middle of the day. Exactly. Oh, we'd hope it gets to 11. So, exactly, exactly. Um, so, they've got it. They've got it. Um, very lucky up here. Well, but, one of the things I do know is that, you know, during flu season, they say to load up on the vitamin C, and, and you've been doing that. Yes, you have. We've seen you consuming many oranges. What? <laughs> Photographic evidence. Of what? <laughs> You're up on your vitamin C. What have I done? How many cocktails? How many you slices you had? of orange have you? <laughs> How many slices of orange? Yeah. Cocktail garnishes. Ah, oh, um, I had a few of them. Um, a few of them. Well, it was food. 
Um, you sent me a screenshot of your lunch and I didn't see yeah, your lunch on it. That, yeah, I remember that. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, that, it, there was food in it. Yeah. Fruit. It was orange. There was a slice of orange. I I saw I probably had four whole oranges for the day. <laughs> so um, that's what you do when you're on holidays. Um, so I've eaten and drank a fuckload. But, but you said so. You, you said it on the Sunday. Does that mean you you you, you missed watching Collingwood live? I did. Um, thankfully, I did think. you caught up with the replay? <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. I'm dying to get to it. I've heard it was. I've heard it might have been the worst performance for the year for the half or three quarters. Oh dear! I tried to stay in my lane, twenty of someone who was never good enough. But Woody, watching that, <laughs> how was that league football? Mate, apparently there's a now there's a petition to bring back bucks. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, and then like what Geordie said after the game. Um, <laughs> How did that go but, down with you, Dane? We decided to have a crack at three quarter times. Like now, obviously, that I'm sure he didn't mean what it sounds like he meant, but um, now I don't know whether that's the coaching staff. Like, uh, I, don't, I don't know why they don't play. And it's a very, very simple thing sitting on the outside. Why they don't play like that and against the way they played against Melbourne and the way they played in the last quarter. When they're down, when they're down they kick two goals for the whole game. Why the fuck they don't? Like, gets the three-quarter time and goes, boys, we need we need to move the ball quicker. Why they don't do that from the start? We're not, we're not playing finals. You know, I understand Robert Harvey is obviously auditioning for a coaching. He's not getting the Collingwood job. Um, so I don't know why he doesn't, and I just kind of understand. Well, listen, we don't want to. I don't want to go out, let them play what they want, and get beaten by 50, 20 goals. But it looks like every time they play like that, they actually are competitive, are more competitive, or win. So it's it's mind boggling why they don't let the kids who have got so much talent, and I've talked about this at nauseum on here, let them play with the talent they have instead of playing like robots. Let them play with the flair. And the excitement that made them come into the AFL, um, but they refused to let them play it until they're six goals down and kick two goals a two or three quarter time. But um, the way they're going, this game, um, Collingwood Richmond, should be an absolute barn burner on a weekend. <laughs> yeah, we'll get uh, that. But what you're saying basically is that there's a there's a simple prism, if you like, or pyramid, and the top end talent are top end, and they get drafted because they're really good footballers. Mm, yeah, absolutely. Like even. But like, what is what is it? Six, five, six, seven, eight games. However many games to go. Like, we know they're obviously not playing finals. Let them, like, even the young kids. Let them play, like, with the freedom that got them to be good players in. The, so, if how they play in the tack up or in the reserves. If he's getting, if the young kids stop being dominating the reserves, having like thirty a week, and he's come up with the thing is, he's forced to play a completely different game. Yep. So let the young kids and and like Geordie, like let them. Um, play with their natural talent and freedom and let them play with their mind and make the decisions they want to make first. Because usually they always say in footy, your first decision is always your best decision. So let them play with, no, then on, let them play on their instinct instead of going, oh, hold on, I've got the ball in the back pocket. I better turn around and kick it to the fucking other back pocket. <laughs> well, and then instead of just like, all right, I'm going to go here, I'm going I'm to play on, turn around, handball, and whatever it is. So it's, it's frustrating to watch, but there's only five or six games to go. Um, who, who excites you amongst the, amongst the young Collingwood kids that, that our support, our listeners would want to hear from you? Who, who, who do you really like amongst the young Collingwood players that you're seeing a bit of? 
Oh, well, I didn't watch. I didn't watch. Yeah, I didn't watch that one. Um, but obviously, if Geordie can maintain, he's obviously not young. But if he can maintain what he's doing in the midfield and go forward and kick goals, he'll be obviously a lot more damaging. But mate, just the, the obvious ones, you know, that Polter looks good. Um, well, the one I say look good, they look and like same with like all the Essendon kids and the Carlton kids. Like potential is never guaranteed. So like if they. You know, if they keep working to the trajectory they're looking like they'll be on, um, they could be very good players. Polter looks like he's got a little something in him. Um, Bianco has come in probably really well and looks like he can play a lot of games for us. Um, McCreary up forward, um, he looks good. Um, Finn McCray, little, little. Sam was thinking he's half as good as his brother. Uh, he's going to be a very good player. Um they're probably the four that stick out without naming every young kid we've got. Um, I don't want to name a couple others that don't look like they've got it, but yeah, uh, but the yeah, but and you know, winning helps, and playing good sides make young kids play better, stand out more. When you get in your ass kicked, it's very very hard for a young kid to stand out above the pack as we're getting beat. Um, but we're five more weeks, and, and that's it. But hopefully, hopefully. Um, Banger lets them play and lets them run because they're all extremely fit. Every player on every AFL list is extremely fit. Let them run and let them play on instinct instead of having to play. Oh shit! I got the ball here. I'm gonna have to turn around and kick it there. Kick it there because I want to turn the ball over. Um, turn the ball over in front up instead of back up. But oh well, what can you do? With uh, with Pendles, just trying watching Sean Burgo and get all these great tributes that he thoroughly deserved is. is is there a secondary role for him to for his longevity? I think there has to be. Um, there has to be. Like, look at Boomer Harvey, but he's a bit different. Uh, Fletcher, but he was a full-back. Yeah, you have to be able to adapt. And yeah, he absolutely can. He, Pendles, you don't lose your brain. And like I've said a million times, what happens to the blokes who die um, burn out quickly is when there's all the really quick blokes who lose their leg speed. And Pendles doesn't have any leg speed. So one thing he's got is just the unbelievable ability to, to work around the ground at the same pace. And that's something that you can sort of have for a long time. So he doesn't, he's not going to burn out because he's not as quick as he once was. So he, he can definitely play off a half back or half forward and use his smart. Yeah, he's never been a, a contested mark beast. And that's, you'll never, he's never going to sit in the goal square and be Dusty Martin and just push blokes out the way. He's never going to be able to do that. But he can certainly play off a half-back flank and just get the ball in because he uses the ball so well. He can set up, or I don't know why they haven't done it yet. Set him up off half-back and he can kick that board. He can kick that ball in board or give that handball, that smart handball, up to unleash the runner. So absolutely, he can. Uh, he'll play four hundred. I've no doubt about it. And a bit like Luke Hodge towards the end of his career, teaching players with the, <coughs> with the game in front of him. Absolutely, and, and obviously, it all depends on how the club's going. You know, are they bottoming out? Do they give someone else a young, you know, do they give a young kid a game? Is he holding up um, someone else from developing? All that shit comes into account, but he's at least got a couple more seasons of good footy in him. Then I guess they'll probably start to make those decisions with him. And you know what? A coach might, a fresh coach might come in who doesn't have the love for Pendlebury that, you know, it would have been hard because everyone at Collingwood. Loves the players that are there. Pendle's been an icon, steel and all that. 
we, they might get a coach in that goes, you know what, fucking bad luck. Yep. Well, mm-hmm. we're starting again. You may be, but we're going to trade you to a contender because at the moment we're three or four years away and we don't see you in our best side. Why don't we trade you to fucking who's a good side at the moment? Geelong keep taking all the old blokes because they're. <laughs> and I, 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 I think it's great. I think they know where they are and they're trying to win a flag. If it doesn't work, well, at least they had a crack. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I actually applaud Geelong for for trying to win flags instead of bottoming out. They 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 think they're in the window. Let's take a couple of old blocks who think they can put us over the edge. Good on them. If it doesn't work, well, at least they had a crack. But, you know, they or you could go to the Gold Coast where everyone goes to die. Um, <laughs> or Dan goes to, <laughs> to recover and lock down. Yeah. Or you get a regroup. All the old players go to die, you know. All the, um, but he, he, might, he might go steal and pendles. Listen, thanks for your service. But we don't see you in our next flag as unbelievable as you've been. Why don't we send you to a contender and try and win another flag, and we'll get a couple of draft picks for you? Who knows if that happens? Yeah. Um, so, and would they be opposed to it? Would still Pendles maybe not because he's been a captain, but you never know if he gets a chance to go to the Bulldogs. They've got a million mids, but or you know, someone who's really good and might do the Sam Mitchell thing, play for a year and then go into coaching. Now that's something that like, Pendles will stay in footy. There's no doubt about it. So. It might be a club. Do you, do you think he's obsessed a bit? <laughs> yes, yeah, just a bit. Just a bit. Um, so he, he, they might go. Mate, we'll give you a coaching role straight after, play for a year or two, and it might be the best thing for both sides. But um, but who knows? We'll see. But that wasn't the um, there you go. No, I was just going to say we're for some other footy topics. But but Sam, have you got a baby shower update? <laughs> It did go ahead. Because Dane and I went invo- invited. I noticed, yeah, I was what? wondering if Dane was going to turn up. But probably because you're in lockdown, you didn't quite make it, Dane, to the baby shower. I didn't get invited. I actually didn't get invited. Where, where was my invite? Yeah, we were, last week on the podcast, I thought you were going to host for me. For a fee. I would have paid a fee. I can't remember. I can't remember what happened. No, you're a bit dusty. Last week, you actually said that you were going to fly back just in time specifically to host my baby shower for me. You said that on air. Yeah, that was it. That must have been the Anastasia's fault. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We'll blame her. Yeah. Yes, yeah. it went off. Yeah, um, how was it? It went off well. It was weird not having my family there, but they all um, zoomed in. It was interesting because for once, we're the good kids down here in, in Melbourne. We're the only state that weekend oh. pretty much that could actually have an event and have a party. And my mum said to me last night on the phone, this is the one weekend of the entire pandemic that she wanted to come over to Melbourne and we she wasn't allowed to come not because of us this time but because of Perth which is quite different but they all zoomed in um, it's usually us Melbourne people zooming but it was us Melbourne people having a few um, wines I didn't obviously but it was really it was good fun that's good it's perfect mm. good on you yeah yeah Anyone, anyone skimp on the presents that disappointed yeah, exactly. you a little bit? No, no. The baby shower is actually not to see your friends. It's actually to get presents that you don't want to buy yourself. That's well, exactly what a baby shower is. <laughs> did, you have like, did you have like a list? Like, I had a um, register, yeah. I had a register. Oh, she did, yeah. So did you get it all? <laughs> not all of it, but um, what, whatever's left over, I've got the list here. Name and shame. Name no. and shame. <laughs> no, well, I had it at David Jones and whatever is left on your register, I don't know if people know this, whether you have a register for your wedding or for a birthday or a baby shower, 
put as much shit on that register as you can because you get a, a yes. big discount on whatever's left over. So put the expensive things on there. I had a friend who had a wedding registry and she put a $6,000 couch on there, not because she thought anyone was going to buy it, but because she knew she was getting a, whack, a big whack off it at the end. Okay. So mm. I've got um, a list of what's left and I'm going to go in there with them. Um, you can also put money on the registry. If you don't want to buy a gift, people can like um, donate some um, money. Another tip, another free tip, just like our punting, Sam yeah. just comes up with, with free shopping tips. tips yeah, everywhere, yeah. Exactly. So I'm going to spend the money that people have put onto the account and some money that I got from the in-laws and get whatever's left on the um, baby shower list at a discounted price, you know? Just making the most. So you could put like single-funded brick veneer yeah. In, in East Townhouse. Melbourne. Yeah. <laughs> Townhouse in East <laughs> Melbourne. Yeah, you can chuck one of those on, absolutely, if David Jones sells. Did you get 15% off? Absolutely. Very nice. But I also asked for... Um, Go um, <laughs> I also asked for books instead of cards because cards get thrown out. So I asked instead of people bringing a card um, to write inside the like their favourite book, and it didn't have to be a new one. It could be one that you loved growing up, Dane, because I'm sure you're a... Um, a bit of a bookworm. You did MS Readathon each yeah. year, I'm sure of it. Bit of R.L. Stein, Goosebumps, one of my favourites. Yes, I, I didn't <laughs> receive that book, but I'll await it in the mail from Queensland. Where are you, Noosa? Mm. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Um, so that was really cool. Sunday. Flemington, I can bring you that race book. Yeah, great. Yeah. Thank you very much. So the, the, we have this little book nook in the nursery, and now it's full Dane of books. Dane my story. I haven't got that one. If you could send that on over as well. But you have to write in the cover, Would Dane. You- so if you could, you know, for twenty so, for forty bucks, you can have a signed copy, Sam. Oh, that is cheap. Thank you. <laughs> to, to whoever, to the neutral gen, the gender neutral baby inside of you, um, I can sign it to whatever their name is. That would uh, be for 40 wonderful. Bucks, a discount. That's so lovely of you. I, I don't. I genuinely don't have a copy of that yet in the nursery. Yeah, so. Yeah. Um, Stephen said it would be good. Like he he had a request that it was like big words and. Not many of them, so that he can, you know, enjoy story time Pitches. too. Pictures, yep, yeah, right. Yeah, well, he'll, he'll enjoy he'll enjoy my story too. Lots of pictures. That's what we want. Picture books, because then they can make up. Their Sorry, own did you story. say Stephen? Yes. Can you refer to him as the non-birthing father from so now on on this podcast? My non-birthing. Thank you. The non-birthing but, father. Um, yep. Actually, I filled out. Well, I started filling out the Centrelink forms for becoming a new mum the other day, and one of the things you have to choose is, um, the, am I the birthing mother or the non-birthing father? And I am the birthing mother. I didn't. Is that where you went wrong at Centrelink, Swatty? <laughs> yeah, no. I've got to actually go back in there. I've got to get my two weeks pay. I can't believe that it's actually a thing the birthing mother and the non birthing father. <laughs> Fuck off. Uh, no bueno. No bueno. But anyway. Um, <laughs> How good would it be being behind you in the queue at Centrelink? <laughs> <laughs> All types of. Right. My, my kind of people in Centrelink. It's beautiful, beautiful part of the world. Is it a place right that you're recognised, Dane? Are you, are you recognised by the staff or the patrons? Both. I'm a man of the people. Being a Collingwood supporter, I don't know if Ralph would be re- recognised in there, but I feel like you might be. Yeah, mate, I love me. So, last night you tweet out, biggest win the Pies have had this year is getting Hawthorne to move Clarkson on. Every other club's Christmases have come at once. Explain, please. Well, everyone says he's the greatest coach ever. I'm yet to be convinced. But um, so, Colin, we're just doing other clubs of favours. That means he'll be available on the on the open market. I would I would assume. Um, Do you reckon he'll go though? So yeah, it's the best win Colin would have had. We'll go. He has to go. No, as in, do you reckon he'll go to another club? Because yeah. a lot of people have said he's going to be a yeah. one one club coach. 
Uh, famously, a, a man named Mick Malthouse got up on a. Uh, we're not going to name names, but I know a guy who coached a very successful club, and then um, got up on the best of Ferris and I said, "I'll never coach again against these boys. Pause, pause. I love them." And three weeks later, he was coaching against us in probably the arch enemy uniform. So um, I, I don't know if Alistair Clarkson's had his press conference or has said he won't, but during emotions run hot, and he loves the club and. Um, then the angry coach in them comes out and the bitterness comes out and says, <laughs> fuck you, I'm going to coach. So, yes, the short answer is I'm sure he loves paying off his mortgage as much as the next person. So, um, Which is the biggest mortgage? Well, I suppose how big his house is. Um, <laughs> but I th- I'd imagine um, he'll coach again. I think there's nothing surer. Why wouldn't you? I don't think he's he's not 70, is he? Why would he be? No. He'd be mid- 50s? Would he be? I don't know. Uh, so, 53, I think. Yeah, so he's got, mate, he's, got, he's got plenty left. So um, I'm not sure. I don't know if he was told like a certain footy club that this was happening or he agreed to it because he wanted to move on or now who knows. Have they done a press conference yet? Well, they sort of they sort of did a few Azumi type stuff that Hawthorne announced it and he said a few things and okay. Sam said a few things and Jeff yeah, said a few things. Look. Well, at the moment, he's agreed that he that it's a good idea for him to coach next year and for Sam Mitchell to take over. And obviously, I'm out of it now, so I just sort of observe. Hasn't the debate all year been how big the soft cap impositions have been on footy clubs? Mm. Yeah. Right. So Hawthorne next year are going to have a massive assistant coach budget and a massive senior coach budget while getting soft cap slashed. Yeah. Why is that? Well, I'm just sort of thinking that that would increase the chances of Alistair Clarkson not coaching Hawthorne next year. But why are they going to have a massive assistant coaching budget? Because Sam Mitchell is, is the assistant coach. So Sam yeah. Mitchell's Sam Mitchell getting, but, but I would imagine he'd be getting paid the same as his coach, then he's going to get a huge bump up the year after. What I'm saying, though, is if all the pressure's on soft cap spending and Alistair Clarkson gets big offers from, say, Collingwood and possibly Carlton, that yeah. Hawthorne would be delighted to say, thanks very much, Alistair, no worries, you can go elsewhere. And then all of a sudden they free up a heap of uh, soft cap space next year with Sam Mitchell as their coach. Yeah, that, that, absolutely. That, that could work. He might create a shoes and go, I'm out of here. Um, yeah, very, very much so. I guess watch this space. Um, so out of 10, how much would you like him to, like to see him at Collingwood? I, don't, I honestly don't You're care. You're a fan. Um, <laughs> I, I, but I'm not really – I don't have a dog in any of the coaching fight of who coaches Collingwood. No, other than um, you're a great at the club and you're a fan. Yeah. Um, well, I'm not, well, I want someone who can bring some – I don't want to sit through another few years of just boring defensive footy. I want someone who's going to bring an attacking flair to, to our style. And actually, even if they go down, actually fun to watch. You know, sides that you can watch, they might get beat, but even, you know, north, at least they try and take the game. They, get, they turn it over a fuckload and they – Frustrated to watch, especially when you've got them at the line. Um, <laughs> Which is the least, best way to watch. Exactly. But at least, they hand, at least they move the game on. At least like you go down swinging. So I want to see a coach, especially with the young side, that comes in and lets the players develop naturally and let them play their own game. So now who that is, I've got no idea. I'm not, I won't, I'm not privy to inside meetings. But I want a coach who can come in yeah, and go, right, oh, we're going to let the players play. Now, let, take the game on, not all the time, but just a little, a bit more than what they do. Now, who that coach is, I'm not sure, but um, Clarkson's proven, so he would be good. 
Mark Williams has been thrown around. Um, he's obviously done some amazing stuff with Petrarca and, and Dusty now, so maybe he's the, the goalie whisperer, fixes him up and makes him the, the genuine star he's got the ability to be. Or maybe they do an untried coach to help grow with the with the young group. Now, I've got no idea, but um, yeah, but Clarkson's as good as any, I guess. They say he's the best coach in the land, so you'd be mad not to ask him. Yeah, it'd be interesting. I just, I just, I've said it. Adam Simpson just keeps smacking at me. <laughs> so he's got a long term deal at West Coast. The previous uh, long term deal with West Coast that Collingwood got was Mick Morris, and who'd want to take? Who'd want to coach those bloody weak, gutless <laughs> footballers? This is what I'm saying. Nice. I wouldn't be surprised if all of a sudden... Disgusting. Well, why, why wouldn't Collingwood look at Adam Simpson and try and see if they can get him out? Hasn't he got as good a credential as anyone? Well, I hope he's not. I hope, well, I hope the players aren't listening to him after the way they've performed the last couple of weeks. Yeah, um, that's what I'm saying. It looks like it's the end of an era with that group, with him. Yeah, um, yeah, mate. I've got no idea. I hope, why not? I guess they'd want to talk to as many people as they can. Um, yep. Make sure they get a wide net. Um, but they'll find out. Um, I can, if they keep playing the way they keep playing, no one will want to coach them. So um, with the benefit of 10 years behind you and the fact that Nathan's not there anymore, neither Zeddy, in hindsight, because everyone's talking succession plans, what didn't work with the succession plan with Mick and Nathan? The fact that Mick didn't want it to happen. It was yep. probably a pretty big thing. A lot of the players didn't want it to happen. Um, but, well, I've said it before, and if you read my book, it's in there. So go get it, my story, in all, in all good reject shops. Your $40, um, you're going to sign copy? Yeah, in NQR. Um, well, I think, um, and I've said it, I'm sure I've said it on here, and I've said it many times, that um, it was too rushed. Now, and you can't please everyone, but they should have let Mick coach out his side. Like yes. It should have been, all right, give him another year or two until you could see that, like, say, West Coast now. Like, they, they're not going to Richmond. You know what I mean? It's like, we're up, preliminary final, grand final. Yeah, we're close. Oh, we've, we made it. We got beat in the first final. Okay, that's it. Then you give Bucks a go. For a couple of reasons, Mick had made that side. He had the, every right to be able to finish what he started. And on the other hand, Bucks was on a hiding to nothing. The only thing Nathan could have done in 2012 was win the flag. Otherwise, yep. it was you fucked up the club. And we went, we got progressively worse over the next three or four years, which is probably what was going to happen anyway. So if Mick had to take a little couple of those years off. Mick would have taken the heat, and we're right. And then Bucks would have had um, three or four years with no pressure to rebuild the group. And also, I think you know Bucks' coaching style at the start. It was a pretty big issue, um, and I, he rectified that. Obviously, unfortunately, when I was gone, um, but you know, coaching like, style or communication style, both. Just everyone, you know, everyone had to be Nathan Buckley, and and the way everyone trained, and you know, like I've said, I've said, you know, we'd have extras after training, called extras, but everyone had to do them. So they weren't. I said they're not extras. Just call them. Just call it fucking training. You've never said that on this podcast. I haven't. Right? Uh, I must do it all the charity work. So, like, you know, a sense of thing. Like, though, things, things like that. Like you have after training, you have to, there's extras to do on the sprung floor. Like after training, um, but if you weren't doing, it, you'd get in trouble. They're, well, they're fucking extras, but you have to do them. So, well, they're not extras then. It's training. 
So, like, <laughs> so shit like that. You go, well, I don't, I'm not doing Is that it. how the conversation went exactly? Oh, kind of. Because, uh, <laughs> like, what's the point? Like, I, I don't do it. The one thing I ha- had was I had decent touch when I was playing. I don't need to sit on the sprung floor with blood sit on the handball and catch a ball off a fucking rebound net and catch the ball 50 times. Like, I know what I'm doing. No, but everyone, well, they're not extras then. They're not extras. It's fucking training. So I just tell us it's training. And if I have to go and do it because it's training, I'll do it. But don't tell me that it's something that I can choose to do and then I don't do it and get fucking scolded for not doing your extras. Like, it's bullshit. So things like that. Ten years, fam. He still hasn't got over it. Well, but, well that's the point. Well, and, and, you know, that's so about like just the way that, you know, he communicated. And, of course, he turned it around and he was coach of the year and he realised um, that everyone takes different things and he become invested more emotionally in, in actual humans instead of just what they do on the football field. And he turned around and, to his credit, he like, was the what, 15th away from winning a flag. Um, and it never happened, unfortunately. But, um, but yeah, so a lot of things went right. And you also need a lot of luck. If, if, um, if Bucks wins the premiership in 2018, do you think it's – do people say it's a success? Yeah. Probably. Yep. You would say. So – and they were in front for 95% of the day. What can you do? Um, about the last time they performed, actually, those cowards. Um, <laughs> so, so I, I just, just want to check, after this round, Dane, who do you think the new north is? Because Hawthorne became the new north for a while. Is it West Coast or is it Collingwood? So we'll talk about that game when we get to it. Um, <laughs> we'll talk about that game um, in the last thing, but... But yeah. what you've clearly articulated when people are saying, oh, it's another succession plan, they're not comparing apples to apples because uh, Mick's list was still at its very top, whereas <laughs> this is clearly the end of the list with Hawthorne and it's the right time for a new, exactly. if you're going to. So, so if, if the Bulldogs had a succession plan or Brisbane had come in now, people would go, fucking, what are you doing? Yeah. Um, but it, it, Essendon was probably the right time, right? When you're down the bottom, and Clark's my thing, you know what, well, I'm fucking sick of these blokes. I'm going to go coach a different side, new voice, new players. I've got the best out of these blokes. He might want it. He might have had enough. So you just don't know until you until you know, I guess. And um, Profound. Like, I think it's, a, I think it's a, it is very profound. Very profound. Mate, it's just the, it's the sun beaming down on me. <laughs> the birds chirping. Um, but it is a reality. You've only got so many different ways you can come up with creative things with the same group. I mean, that's mm. just a fact. Exactly, mm. listening to the same voice, trying to inject the same thing, do, going, doing a bowling night or doing a barbie, you know, doing – you can't regenerate the same shit. Eventually, the blokes have been there long enough to go, fuck, here we go, we're going bowling again. He yeah. did this in 2014. <laughs> oh, he's doing this speech again, is he? Like, you know, it's the same shit. And the young fellas might be coming out of the old boys go, well, I've heard this a thousand times. So, um, but, you know what? You actually just gave me a flashback. That's an idea I had to leave the footy show. <laughs> and who am I? But Ed, Ed was doing one of his jokes, and I'd heard him a million times. I thought, well, it's time for me to go. <laughs> yeah, all, exactly. all, the, all the new people were pissing themselves laughing at it. But <laughs> it's just yeah. time to go. <laughs> all I laughing at all I laughed at because it was Ed, and they were new, and it wasn't funny. Yeah, that was part like, of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, um, but listen, we didn't um, – Carl, it's probably – the greatest sporting performance probably wasn't from Collingwood on the weekend, or uh, was it? Yes, Ghost. Nor, yes, nor was it from West Coast. <laughs> it was. It was from our man Joey Chestnut. 
Do you aspire to be like probably, him, Dane? Uh-huh, mate. Probably the greatest sporting... Well, is he the greatest sportsman <clears throat> that's ever lived? Well, I don't know how you can call it a sport, but you seem to be fairly convinced. It is a sport. Is it? Well, do you, do you think chess is a sport? I don't, know. I think it's a game, but it's not a sport. Would you think rhythmic gymnastics is a sport? Yes, but it's an individual sport. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Well, he's an eating an individual. It's a competitive. It's, it's, what's the definition of a sport? This Something is a great competitive. Question. I don't know. I was just trying to work that in my head. I was going to say rhythmic gymnastics because it's active and you. You know, but we're a chess, you just sit there. Active, try and fucking eat 76 hot dogs in 10 minutes, how active you are. <laughs> Eating is a sport for um, me, I never know if I'm going to spew or not. It is a sport, it's a, comp- it's a competitive sport, it's on ESPN, hence, what does ESPN stand for? I actually don't know. Uh, <laughs> I, re- I reckon the S has got, I reckon the S stands for sport. That's it. <laughs> well, you have, sure. to push, you have to push yourself to the limit to be a sports star. Well, you've done that. This is exactly. very. This is yeah. very true. So if, um, if if Joey's the top of the week, but like seventy six hot dogs, seventy six hot dogs yeah. in ten minutes. That's my math is right. That's about nine hot dogs a minute. So how um, many? Say that again. I don't say that again. What? <laughs> I'm not checking your math. I genuinely didn't hear it because I was looking at what ESPN stands for. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Um, In a minute? (laughs) Yes. 7.6. I can't eat 7.6 oats in a minute, let alone hot dogs. So, mate, it's the greatest sporting achievement ever. You've got to train for it, Sam. Exactly. That's what I I said on Twitter. So, do you think, like, because when we warm up, like, we boxers warm up, they hit pads. When footballers, kickballers warm up, they kick balls and handball balls. When, like, soccer players, they kick soccer balls. Do you think... Hot dog eaters eat hot dogs before they go out on stage, so they might guzzle down another twenty before they go out on stage to warm up. But that would you be think kind that's of a thing? counterproductive, wouldn't it? Or because they, you don't wouldn't fit. You know, that'd be room that you could have fit twenty during your actual match. Well, someone, someone along my, someone who wasn't a great warm rapper a lot myself who didn't like to warm up <laughs> would have that would have that um, mindset. But like some yeah. people would like to really warm up and get a good sweat, so. <clears throat> He's in that mindset. Does he knock back a quick twenty just to warm himself up? But that's what I, we that need to get him on this podcast. Up. We genuinely need to get yeah. Joe Chestnut on this podcast. What well, does he stretch? Does he stretch the gullet in other ways? Well, well, absolutely. <laughs> Have you watched that ESPN Thirty for Thirty? No. <laughs> well, mate, it's incredible. Um, was on the. Well, it's, a, it's Kobe Arce and um, how, 
the Kobayashi at Joey Chestnut Choco on like competitive eating. Oh wow, it's fucking it's very very good. Um, well, but I found out what ESPN stands for, Dane, and and I'm concerned that perhaps the hot dog eating fits into the other category other than sports. So it stands for Entertainment and Sports Programming Network. So do you think that perhaps hot dog eating is more entertainment than sports? Or are you sticking with have you, seen the way, have, you, have you seen the way they guzzle down these hot dogs? Do you think that's entertaining? <laughs> <laughs> it's a sport. Um, but what I was getting at, so what food do you think you could be the best at competitive eating in? Lives? What what's your one food do you think, fuck right, I, I could, if I had to have one food that I could have to be in a contest, this is the one food that I'd eat that I could do the best? Sushi. Sushi, like, like nigiri or sashimi. Yeah, just a mixture. Just, just a mixture. Yeah, like Homer Simpson with his fingers sewn together. Yeah. Really. Yeah. What about you, Sam? I don't really Sam. have one. I, I put cups of tea away, like there's they're going out of fashion. But that's <laughs> you not really food. You, you don't have <laughs> one. Like, you don't have one. You don't eat. <laughs> During this last eight months, not much. No. You meant to eat for two. I know. There's got to be one food that you can eat a lot of. Nutella. What's yours, Dane? Really a food. What? Nutella, but it's Ice really a food. Ice cream. Yes, it is. Nutella. There'd be a Nutella eating contest. All right, I could enter that. I oh. think. I, th- I think ice cream. I think I could. I could punch down probably. If I, if I had to gorge myself. Three to five liters, you think? I reckon. Oh. Okay, sitting. Think of the size of your what stomach. What about the head rush, like with oh Slurpees? Oh my Well, I wouldn't suck it out of a straw, Ralph. Come on. I don't no, know. But when you get a headache, when you eat the cold stuff too quick. Uh, yeah, but I'll we, power through it. This was my this was my oh. scientific fact on one of my first podcasts. The the head rush just comes from your soft palate. So as long as you keep that warm, Dame, during your competition, you know, keep the, the tongue to the roof yeah. of your mouth. You'd be right. I believe in you. I'm just more concerned that I don't think the human stomach says five liters big. Five liters big. Well, I, I know, but I, I'm just thinking. Well, how much is like a tub of Ben and Jerry's, or like I remember the three. I remember the three liter Neapolitan we used to have as children. Like I could, as an adult, I could hammer that. Really? Like, I'd be fucked, but I could get it down. Would you go all three flavors in one go, or separately? Oh yeah, well. Uh, Probably, or I'll probably go sideways. So I've got them all three. Um, <laughs> but I'm talking. I'm talking. I'm not talking. Fucking sitting out in the beautiful sun, crisping up, um, eating five liters. I'm talking about if I was in a competition with someone, right? Um, that would probably be my go. I think. With smart, uh, because space-wise, it would melt. We'll try, try and get into it. We should do this for Dane, for the Dane Swan Foundation somehow. Absolutely. Yeah. Give it a go. I, yeah. put, now, I now actually a... put donuts away, to be honest. I do like donuts. Mm-hmm. Can't have a six-pack and eat donuts, Sam, let me tell you. No, this is true. I definitely don't have a six-pack at the moment. Let me tell you, you've got one yeah. big round ball. Donuts so, are only good in the first 24 hours. So buying a six-pack means you have to eat them all in the one day. I've learned that lesson. <laughs> so if the if Joey Chestnut was the easily the star of the past week, easily, mm-hmm. Dane, what do you, what's your opinion of, of plagiarists? Plagiarist, yeah. Oh, I think it's the lowest form of flattery, isn't it? It well, is. What about you, Sam? Nothing. What do you think of people who steal your work? Yeah, it's not. It's um, it's embarrassing. For as them. long as they, give, as long as they give a hat tip, or as yeah. long as they um, as long as they tell us. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we lost him. I think he's gone for a dip in the pool. Are you there? <laughs> yeah. 
Are you going to? I'm just getting some sun. <laughs> so while you walk off to get some sun, I'm just going to play this from AFL Nation. It's just um, in the shade. It's a bit on Sunday. Yeah, I'm just going to play some of this. Let's do a radio. Fair enough, fair enough. Not. <laughs> Let's see how they go today. Here's the glass half empty over here. Oh, I'd like to be the glass <laughs> half full. <laughs> and we're going to have a quarter. Have the, um, I don't understand how you can have a, a stadium with a roof. Um, apparently, it's worse indoors. Um, you can have half the capacity. And you hey, we're allowed to have him on this podcast. No roof, fresh air, and only a quarter of the capacity. Yeah, I understand that. Yeah. But yeah, I'm just a footballer, apparently. And I've done nothing else. Quickly make a run for Chief Health Officer yeah. by the sounds of it. You wouldn't want the job, but, <laughs> but it just... Your stocks should rise in terms of... They all reckon Brett Sutton's all right uh, aesthetically. On the eye. Stand by. <laughs> I don't think they say that about me, Mickey. No, well, uh, you'd be surprised when uh, you walk away from the conversation. Yeah. <laughs> you turn heads. Stand by. You turn heads. <laughs> is that why you're popular with the people? Yeah, we've all had the opinion on that. <laughs> yeah, no, that's what I'm hearing. He's got tattoos and... Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. yeah. He was in a band and all that. We just made stuff up. I'm pretty sure he um he had a five year um uh, Scott Cummings, who I don't know if he's related to Scotty Cummings, went on to say he's not sure about the math science of things, Dane. Well, huh? Scott Cummings. I don't know if he's related to Scotty Cummings, but on that podcast, he spoke about the math science of things. How dare he? Oh, well, a couple of things. That's all right. We'll get a check in the mail, no doubt. I just haven't checked the letterbox well, today. I certainly hope so. Um, I don't know whether to be extreme uh, overall with uh, emotional happiness or to be extremely disappointed. You do, um, sound, you do sound quite stumped, well, Dane. Well, on, on the one hand, well, I'm, I'm quite glad that my um, my scientific facts, my math science is, is spreading to the masses mm. <laughs> um, because it does not fail. It absolutely it does not miss. It's just a simple fact of life. That's what it is. Um, but on the other hand, I'm also very disappointed that we didn't get a hat tip or an acknowledgement to the past. He's just he's wiped us off a dirty ass and stealing <laughs> our stick. <laughs> he said, um, "I'm just a footballer. I'm just an ex footballer." Exactly. Yeah, and, we're allowed, from someone. And, and we're not allowed to have our own opinions. <laughs> we're not allowed to have opinions on anything else but football. Mm. Where have I heard that before? He's a, well, oh, fucking knock me over with a feather, Ralph. I don't know. Um, seems very, very similar to another podcast I listen to frequently. Um, you listen frequently? So he's, t- he's taking a certain stick from a certain podcast and is using it for his own benefit and another podcast. And we're not getting, we're not seeing anything from it. We're not getting mm. royalties. We're not mm. getting a hat tip. We're not getting invoice. Mm. Um, so yeah, I'm quite confused. My brain's a pretzel. Well, I I'm also whether... intrigued by it. Says uh, AFL Nation with special guests Michael Barlow and Scott Cummings. Is this like how Johnny Farnham went to become Whispering Jack and John Farnham? Mm. So is, is it's like the mature uh, aspect of his life. He's wearing the fake nose and mustache. He's trying <laughs> to sneak his, like, sneak his way back into the media without um, without someone coming down on him. If he wants, hey, we can give him a an angry raccoon, <laughs> <laughs> or a dirty Ralph, or a dirty Ralph or something in the podcast. I'm gonna bloody, I'm gonna jump in that pool. I've got a feeling he's taken the Urban Dictionary out of his, uh, out of his repertoire. Urban dictionary? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> got a feeling. Oh, the from our people, uh, Stuart. This is on our Insta story. Uh, uh, 
Want again, friends, Instagram. Uh, from Stuart, Insta- Dane, who had the biggest ego at Collingwood when you were playing? The biggest ego? Yeah. Mm. Uh, when I was playing, well, I, called, I called Bucks Fig Jam early on. Um, <laughs> well, towards them, mine probably was pretty good, but, <laughs> but it was, um, but it was, but it was deserved. Well, apart from yourself, let me ask you this yeah. question. Okay, you, Sam. So, guys, probably, yeah, like guys who probably didn't deserve to have their egos as high. Um, <laughs> Alex Fasolo was was one <laughs> who talked about himself in the third person a lot. Um, Fazzy boy, he was, um, he had a he had himself quite the inflated ego for someone who played 30 games. So I do love, I do love him, but um, you probably need to keep that in check. Um, who else had an ego? He's the first one that springs to mind, so we'll just stick with him, I guess. So, Sam, uh, you as well. Who's who's the favourite egomaniac you know? So, I'll I'll say Dermot Burton. I love him, but he he obviously is on massive terms with himself. But he's just ace. Whose who's ego do you do you love when you've met him? Well, it's a big question because oh, I was going to say I've met a few, but then Dane will go, "All right." Oh, it's yeah. hard. Right. We, we do a podcast with someone who likes yeah. mentioning how many medals he won and stuff. This is true, buddy. But he's not like Dane's not like that in real life, I don't think. When you sit around no. at a pub or um, a party with Dane, he doesn't sit there and talk about his Brownlow medals. I haven't been to a proper party with you then. <laughs> quite some time. <laughs> um, I don't know. Go to Dane uh, first put, and come back to me. I'll put that under further notice. Anyone's anyone's ego you like, Dane, who had a massive ego opinion of himself, but you still I like I liked Faz and Faz yeah. I thought it was funny but you know how some people give like taking the piss, he was deadly serious. You know, some people <laughs> take a piss about the ego but because they know they're not good. But he was absolutely serious about his ego but No, I meant those of those who are really good. What about, well, I was, was gonna say real, people that are so really like Derm's good. awesome. But, yeah, yeah, you know, okay. he's happy to. Dark does that. 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 Dark does He's very good. Um, well, I'd say Dark. Yeah, Dark. He's not a, exactly. Like, he's obviously very good, but he fucking loves the sound of his own voice. That's why I love doing functions with him, so I get a word in. And I think that um, <laughs> so there, the more red wine, the more red wine that Duck consumes, the more, it, which is hard to believe, that the more he talks about himself. But I wasn't going to say that? Duck. Duck. Um, Duck. Yeah. Wayne Carey, because I wasn't going to say him because there are, there's a difference between people that talk about themselves that haven't really got much to back it up, but then like Wayne Carey is one of the all-time greats, right? So he kind of, if anyone can talk about themselves, it's him. But when he's had the more wine he's had, the more he likes to talk about. No, that's what I'm saying. So Dern can back it up, but yeah, he's correct. just more than happy to talk about himself, and he's ace. So that, yeah. that, that that's its own category. Uh, from Dom, Dane, do you ever get sick of giving back? Noosa says thank you. Hopes to see you again. <laughs> um. I do actually. Uh, <laughs> I do. Must be a weight. Uh, uh, it's a massive cross that I have to bear. But you know what? If I'm not going to do it, the little kitties out there and yep. all the footy clubs aren't going to get, you mm. know, mm. 
enjoyment for a night. They're not going to raise enough money to go out, hire another player, or build their grandstand, or to um, get the meat for the meat raffle. Um, they need their fair share of dino. They do. They do. Yeah. Um, so it's a huge cost to bet. And sometimes I sit back and think, fuck, what about a little bit of meat time? <laughs> but um, um, Kate's going up before our very eyes, and, I, and I'm missing many things. Um, but you know what? For the for the greater good, um, I'll keep plugging away. Sam, when, before you post this, can you put some like heartfelt music underneath that last speech? Noted. <laughs> That's the truth. Need some post production here. Uh, all right, let's hold you hold you to this. Dane from Paz, who do you think will be coaching Collingwood in two thousand twenty two? Prediction time. Oh, fuck. Um. Mark well, because you don't know, so that way you yeah, can give a, you can give a guess. Mark Williams. Yeah. Mark Williams. There we go. I've absolutely absolutely no idea. Sam, have a guess. Yeah, I was going to say Mark Williams. To be honest. Okay, if you say that, I'll say something else. Um, <laughs> I'll say Ross Lyon. Ross Lyon. Oh, yeah. I reckon it's Ross. Why do you think Ross, yeah, nah. Ralph? Sam, we asked for one. We asked for. We didn't ask for who wasn't going to be coaching. We asked for who was going to be coaching. Um, or I'll give. I'll give someone else. Um, Day one. Uh, fuck, it's only one for me. Um, well, you never know. They haven't. They haven't come calling yet. Um, give them time. I'll say Clarkson. From Brendan, Dane, is this the hardest lockdown you've ever endured? Tough, it is. It is. These birds just won't shut up. Um, the <laughs> waves just rolling into the shore. Um, it's quite annoying. Um, the pool, the pool is actually just probably one or two degrees colder than what I like it. Mm. Yep. So, um, so it's tough. So it is tough, but you know what? Someone's got to do it. You're right. And. Um, you know, I woke up this morning in a pretty bad mood. I, I didn't want to be on the camera. I didn't want to be, you know, doing a podcast. But I thought, you know what? There's two guys back in Melbourne um, that will really pick up my spirits when I see them. Um, they're doing it beautifully down there. I'm doing it tough up here. So, so they'll pick my spirits up and they'll get me through the day. Glad to help. From Craig, when is Swanee back playing at St Kilda City? Well, fingers crossed I'm stuck up here for the rest of the year. So, <laughs> so I won't be. But, um... Very soon. Very, very soon, unfortunately. From Kerbox, how should proper steak be cooked? Don't say on a grill either. Thank you. Mm. Medium, uh, what do you mean rare. as in the method medium or rare. the Well, rare. medium rare. I, I, I eat it rare. Mm. Sam? Rare to medium rare. It's one thing that I'm really missing during pregnancy. You have to have your fucking steak butchered. Is it, So do you say rare or medium rare? Depends on where I'm at. Where I'm at. If I'm at a shitty restaurant, I say rare. If you're, if you're cooking it. Well, I'm no good at cooking steaks, so I'll say medium rare. But if you say if you no. go to a shitty restaurant, you say rare. Sam, just an like, answer. Oh, oh. Just an answer. <laughs> These are just one word. And we don't need to have this podcast going for three hours. What's another one to do? Medium rare. From Ellie. From Ellie. Who's taking care of Barney while you're in Noosa? Uh, Taylor's friends are house sitting. Um, yeah. So, friend. From Lockerbie. Punting related. D's to not win the flag? Question mark. I reckon that's depends what the depends how much it is. What, as in what odds? Yeah. Yeah. Well, if it was a dollar twenty is no point. If it's five bucks, I'd probably take it. Yeah, I think they're a good bet at the moment. Not, uh, they're not the, the, Well, they're either or. Yeah, okay. Either side of it. From Matt, 
how good is it to hear Pickers doing some charity work on SEN? Dane, you must be so proud. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Who is that? Just it From, uh, about Pickers. Who is that? Your, your manager's manager. Oh, Liam, Mr. Pickering. Okay, yeah, yeah I haven't uh, heard from him for a while. What, what, <laughs> what kind of charity works are you doing? I don't know. I'm just reading it out. So he must be uh, must be also giving back in his own. Well, life. he must be. He's obviously that busy with it. He's forgotten about his uh, about his number seventy four clients. <laughs> <down> for him. <laughs> are you back on on his list where you were drafted? I'll fuck him further down. I think um, <laughs> further down. Man, I was one of the only big dogs to stay with him. Buddy jump ship, Pendles jump ship. We just mean Ablett stuck that, and um, now he's fucking wiped me like a dirty ass too. From uh, Babbins Chris, Sam, congratulations on the pregnancy. Recent photos show how beautiful you are. All the best. Isn't that nice? Oh, thank I, you. Obviously, you typed into the wrong podcast there, <laughs> saying, saying niceties. <laughs> doesn't suit us at all. No, uh, from Lee, conversely, Ralph, were you born before or after Melbourne's last flag? <laughs> Thanks, Lee. Um, that was 64. I was born in 69. So how about this one? You actually, to have seen in Melbourne or St Kilda Premiership, you have to be in your mid-60s now. Dear wow. Man. We are. Uh, yeah. Are you very forced, Sam? Well, uh, being forced into the Cats, yes. My child is yeah. apparently a yeah. Cats supporter. It's already got a membership. So. Uh-huh. From Cookie, Dane, you should get the fish to play at the Albion. Do we know yeah, the fish? Well, the Fisher, I assume so. I assume he means Fisher. He's having the time of his life in Vegas and the rest of the world. Um, well, we start, still can't have, we still can't stand up in a bar and we're an island and we haven't had a case. What a fucking disgrace that is. But um, the rest of the world seem to moving on with their lives. Um, that's why I hate Instagram now at the moment. Everyone overseas is just partying their dicks off and we can't stand up at a bar. We're, oh, it's absurd. But um, yeah, I'd love that Fisher. Um, the Albion. Sure Do you think there's room for boring Instagram for people who don't want to be jealous of people? Exactly. Yeah. Actual reality. <laughs> just, just sitting in your PJs eating a tub of ice cream, feeling real shit about yourself, watching fucking daytime off, like daytime soaps. Dane, do you reckon that Ralph? How long do you reckon Ralph would last into a Fisher set if you invited him to the Albion? If let's say Fish did come down to play, and you invited Ralph down, how long do you reckon he'd last? I don't think he'd go up the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> cool. From, From Splash, we need an update here. What round do you think you'll knock Nathan Brown out in? <laughs> For fuck's sake, oh, yeah. um, about this. It's just a running joke, isn't it? Until, um, uh, well, I don't know. So first. <laughs> From Jackson, love the show, guys. Any chance of getting Sam Newman having a bigger role? <laughs> we haven't done a oh, joint for about a year, so I was going. Well, any any time he comes on, he's he's got a very small role at the minute. So yeah, exactly. I'd love to have him on. Well, we love him. Uh, from Yorgs, is it wrong to hope people driving like fuckheads get pulled over while you watch? No, I love no, that. I'd give him a real big toot too. Give him a, I'd give him a real toot and a two fingered salute on the way out. Lol. Big cheesy grin. And we've had a uh, we've had a lot of um, sensible ones, so let's finish with this from KJ Spills. Would you rather pee every time you stand up or shit every time you sit down? <laughs> I love this shit. <laughs> well, uh, I'm pregnant, Ralph, so I pretty much do pee every time I stand up at the moment. Hey, hey. <laughs> Well, I was, was going to say at my age, stick around. I'll, I'm about to do both. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, you can't you can't shit without peeing, so. What? what? We, you always piss when you shit. <laughs> oh my god! Always happens. 
It always both always comes out. What? So if you press option, hang on, what? Three, hang on. You can't shit without pissing. Don't you sit down as a male? Uh, don't you sit down to shit? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what's your point? Every time you do a shit, you piss. Yes. Okay. Okay. Everyone does. Do they? Yeah, oh, I, I get this on the Shameless Podcast. Even part one. Exactly. Everyone does. Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out at the French Open for a chance to win a Grand Slam title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. See the action unfold as legends fight for glory and new rivalries emerge. Daily live coverage begins Monday, May 20th, with match replays on demand so you never miss a moment. From the first serve to the final point, Roland Garros promises unforgettable moments and new chapters in tennis history. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.